Good morning, Center Church. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. For today's devotion, we're obviously going to do a bit of a recap on Sunday's sermon. On Sunday, I titled the sermon, What Well Are You Drawing From? Because there's a beautiful picture there that God creates in the picture where he describes himself as a fountain of living water. And he contrasts that to what so much of Judah is doing is, rather, is forsaking that fountain of living water and going off to try and dig out their own cisterns where there is no water. So we looked at two passages of scripture on Sunday, the main one being Jeremiah 17, just a beautiful chapter. And we looked at that also through the lens of Hebrews 3 and 4, but I'll get to that. So what we see in the book of Jeremiah is that God is really calling out Judah for their sin of really forsaking him and turning to other things or other people and putting their trust in anything other than God. And he's calling them out for the sin and he shows them what the consequence of that is. And we see this beautiful picture painted in Jeremiah where he says, for people that do not trust God, for people that trust in man or in the strength of their own hands, that they are cursed, that they are like a dried up shrub in a desert. But then he contrasts that to people who trust in the Lord. And he shows that people who trust in the Lord are like evergreen trees, never losing their leaves and bearing fruit in every season, no matter what the circumstance. It doesn't matter if it's idyllic circumstances like I find myself in today, or whether they're in the desert, in the heat and in the drought, that they still flourish, that they still bear good fruit. And I know that that's what you want, that's what I want. And this chapter highlights what it is that determines whether we live like a dried up shrub or whether we live like an evergreen tree. So as we unpack that scripture, we looked at this, this initial sin of idolatry, of not trusting in God. And we see that God says there that he knows our hearts and our minds. He knows whether we are truly trusting in him. Because not only does he know our minds and our hearts, but he also sees it in the fruit of our actions. Okay, And I know that you, like I, we, we trust God, we love God, and, and there are many areas in our life where we do trust Him, but then there are possibly areas in our life where we don't trust Him. And the consequence of that might just be more aligned to the dry shrub as opposed to the evergreen tree. So as we unpack that scripture now, I encourage you to read Jeremiah 17. We see that God's answer to this, He highlights a sin, He speaks about the consequences. And his answer is, he tells the prophet Jeremiah to go into the gates of Judah and to proclaim that they all need to keep the Sabbath holy. And initially, we look at that and we think, what? You know, he's talking about idolatry and trust in idols and false gods and, and the, the work of your own hands. And his answer is to keep the Sabbath. So we then looked at the Sabbath in regards to the new covenant. Obviously, in Jeremiah, they were still under the Old Covenant, and there is very much a consequence of not obeying the law and the judgment that comes from that, God being holy. But when Jesus came, he came and he paid the price for every sin. He came and he settled the debt completely on our behalf. All of God's wrath for our sin was fully poured out on Jesus so that we did not have to pay that price. So all that remains in regards to this context is for us to then enter 
into God's rest. We see that in Hebrews chapter 3 and 4, that the Sabbath is about God's rest and he's inviting us to enter into it. And we do that by fully trusting in him. And the only way we can fully trust in him is to know him, is to be intimately involved with him, to spend time with him. Because the more time we spend with him, the more we'll know how good of a loving father he is. An all-powerful loving heavenly father who created the heavens and the earth and the entire universe, who is able to do far more abundantly than you could ever ask or think. That is the God that we serve. That is the God that loves us. That is the God that says, come and rest in me. I've got this. Guys, I hope that blessed you. I hope you spent some time in Jeremiah 17 and in Hebrews 3 and 4, looking at the context of, of the sermon on Sunday. And I hope that is an absolute blessing to you. God bless you guys.